perhaps the first question should be around transformation. One would say this has oft been, uh, uh, you know, the bane of uh, sports in South Africa, uh, whether it affects the code or even just general approach. Why keep harping on this uh, issue? Is it because there's a new approach that's being presented there? Well, good evening, Zephi. So what I must say, the, the topic of transformation sports has taken, um, I do not want to say a back burner for now, but it's actually been rescheduled for the whole day tomorrow, basically, because of the complexity of the issue. But you, you, you're fairly right. I mean, since we've arrived on day one here in Potchefstroom, it has been the one that every single media person is looking out for, every single sporting federation is looking out for. In particular, if you remember, Zephi, so... Um, the sp- former sports minister, being uh, Minister Philip Balula, had uh, established the Eminence People's Group, who I think late last year, mid-year last year, um, banned the likes of cricket, uh, the likes of rugby, athletics, from hosting international events at home, citing a scorecard that emanated from the Eminence People's Group on transformation, just being some of the things... Do they reach their target goals on fielding uh, representative teams on the field of play at club level, at, dom- at, at domestic level, at amateur level? So these are all things and aspects of the conversation that I'm definitely looking forward to for tomorrow. And that will be headed by Dr. Vili Basson, who is the committee secretary of the Eminent Persons Group. And that particular topic, transformation in sport, is definitely one we are definitely looking forward to. But rightfully so, the other topic that, uh, you know, tweaked the, 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 the interest today being day two was that of gender testing in sport as well as gender equality. And obviously when you think gender testing, gender equality in sport, the first thing that comes to mind is that issue that I hate bringing up when it comes to sport. Uh, everyone talks about, you know, Casta, uh, uh, you know, Sumenia, uh, how does she feature? Well, first and foremost, she wasn't here. And which was probably a good thing because the, sh- the, the focus then shifted solely on the conversation at the hand. Um, one of the topics or the questions I raised was the fact that if the Woman or who currently holds 800-meter record in the women's race, if you look at her, pitch-wise, and you look at Casta Semenya, why is there a question around Casta Semenya's gender and not of that particular record holder? So these are all questions that come out of these South African sports and recreation conferences. And I must say, it's interesting conversations, very interesting, mind-opening, and I conversations that a lot of people at home uh, should come out and enjoy, join in because they learn a lot when they hear then ask the media telling them that this is what, this is what they're supposed to be to, to, to know. So what of the interchange between sport economy and job creation? Has there been anything said about that? Well, definitely. I mean, today I had an interesting conversation with one of the stadium managers. Um, he is the manager of the Mavis Mabida Stadium and we discussed typical, you know, Things like why do you know why do soccer teams, for example, in the context of this conversation, I asked Mr. Vusi Mazbugo, who is the same manager at Mizuma Vida, said, "There, I said, question: Why is it that football does not own a stadium? Because this would obviously play into merchandising, which was another topic that I've spoken to today. If I'm a Kaiser Chiefs fan, why must I follow Kaiser Chiefs to Durban if they're playing a home game?" Why can't Kaiser Chiefs not invest in a stadium in Johannesburg? In Soweto, well, them being a Soweto-based outfit, there I can go and buy season tickets. There I can buy, um, well, merchandising. There I can buy, you know, tickets for my cousin, my uncle, suites, tickets if I need be. And the conversation was, well, exactly, that's it. Soccer is missing out. And like rugby and cricket, one could say the past had, this, had, had advantaged those two sports because they do own their own facilities. And then the question is economics says that Kaiser Chiefs and 
Orlando Pirates, and even Sundowns being the top three big teams financially in the country, they can't afford to buy their own stadium. Why don't they invest themselves? Because the spin-offs, again, will be economics. If they have a stadium in Soweto, then you know that my mouth, who lives next door, knows that guaranteed on Saturday, my sponsor shop when I sell I'm not going to any quarter, I know that fans will be streaming in and out. But Mamsberger right now does not know where Kaiji Chiefs play their next home game because if it's not in Durban, it's probably in Bulgari or Bombella Stadium. Right, so the so. economics around that are things that were, well, paid to bear basically for the Federation saying you need to invest in yourselves to get economic spin offs and there you get the money that you all want. Okay, thank you so much, Tabiso.